Okay, so welcome everybody. This is uh, September 20th, 2020, and I'm Reverend Anna Jones, and we're gathered here tonight for the Archangel Michael Global Transmission and Light Activation that um, this particular one is in honor of the upcoming uh, fall equinox. In fact, uh, we are getting ready to move into the three-day window for the fall equinox, and that three-day window begins um, later tonight, and uh, it will be including Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So we will be uh, later in the early morning hours uh, going into the three-day uh, uh, window of the equinox period. And so the fall equinox are also known as the autumnal equinox is exactly occurring on uh, the September the 20th, so it's happening on Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, according to what I looked up today, uh, 6.30 a.m. Pacific Time, uh, according to the Google searches that I did today to try to look up when that exact time would be. Normally, I offer uh, these global transmissions only on the day of the equinoxes and the solstices, but this year is a pretty extraordinary year as um, everybody that I know uh, all of my friends and family members have commented on and uh, there's just been so many uh, different things and unusual things and uh, stressful things etc about this year that um, it was uh, uh, very different when I started receiving the message uh, Archangel Michael has been asking me to uh, to do these messages on the solstices and the equinoxes and this year was very very different for the first time him asking me to do them monthly so really since the summer solstice uh, have they been monthly now and um, this is um, also a request uh, that from the meditations the deep trance meditations that I uh, go into communication with the angelic realm and Archangel Michael gives me guidance about these uh, and asked me to do these it's also uh, at his request not only to do them monthly at the moment but but to do them on the 20th of every month, which is why I'm not doing it exactly on the day of the fall equinox. So the same will also apply uh, for December 20th because these transmissions are going to be going on monthly on the 20th of every month. So uh, the next one will be on October the 20th, and then on November the 20th, and then on December the 20th. Um, in fact, uh, those of you who are participating in my Archangel Raphael Crystalline Transmission Series, I will be needing, because of these um, recordings, from Archangel Michael to put these on the 20th every month now through the end of the year I'll be moving that Archangel Raphael crystalline transmission for Seraphonite uh, to probably uh, sometime later in the month of October so I'll be letting everybody know about that um, but these ones will not be moved um, because of uh, Archangel Michael being very specific not quite sure all the reasons why he wants it to be on the 20th but um, the uh, 20th of uh, every month is when it will continue to be three the end of the year so this uh, so that it'll be through the winter solstice uh, that was his request from the summer solstice through the winter solstice was specifically uh, what he was requesting so this is also to explain to you the reason why uh, this transmission isn't coming through exactly on the day of the equinox that I would normally would uh, be doing and to encourage all of you to really honor the three-day uh, period that we're going to be going into like I said in the early morning hours of overnight tonight 
uh, will be um, all going into that uh, three-day window and it's always the case um, actually that we uh, the day day before the day of and the day after any solstice or equinox so again depending upon no matter where we are in the world um, it, it will be solstice it will be equinox sorry excuse me so no matter where we are northern hemisphere or southern hemisphere it's going to be the equinox on Tuesday at 9:30 a.m. Eastern time but um, no matter where we are in the world, it, it, it also uh, it is going to be uh, basically the three-day window that I'm describing to you too, uh, the day before, the day of, and the day after. This is true not only for solstices and equinoxes, it's also true for new moon and full moon time periods uh, because we feel the energies, the biggest impact and energetic effects of these uh, experiences of sacred time, sacred natural time. We feel these energies most profoundly within that three-day window. Um, also, it's in that three-day window know that the alignments that are taking place are coming into alignment and happening. So um, coming into alignment the day before, being in that alignment the day of, and then um, you know starting to transition out of that specific alignment. So what's aligning on this fall equinox? Well, what always aligns on equinoxes and solstices um, is the sun and the earth, and specifically uh, the sun aligning with the equator. Uh, equinox means equal night. Um, equi uh, equals equal and nox equals night. And so it's a time period of equal day and equal night. And it's a time period known as renewal and rebalance. Um, and it is a time for uh, reharmonizing, renewing, rebalancing ourselves. And I don't know about all of you, if you're feeling all of the energies in the world as strongly as I've been feeling them, but um, if you have been, then it's really something that um, we very much need right now. We need these equinox energies to help to renew us, restore us, uh, rebalance us, uh, realign us. And so it's always good to do sacred spiritual work during these uh, sacred natural times, these sacred uh, natural celestial events. And uh, it's always good to do prayer, meditation, ritual, ceremony, really uh, pay attention at, um, you know, what what energies, what vibrations uh, you're in and focusing on uh, what it is that you want to visualize, what it is that you want to um, manifest and co-create uh, in, in, in this in our lives and in the world during the time that these energies are aligning. Um, and then tonight is also the um, last evening of Rosh Hashanah, which uh, in the Jewish tradition, because I'm an interfaith minister, for those of you who aren't familiar with my work, I work with, have a background in world religions and work with people of all faiths and spiritual traditions and uh, non-denominational um, as people's, people, as people without religion and just really focusing on spirituality. Um, so I work with uh, world religions, people of all faiths, and um, today being the last day of Rosh Hashanah, also um, the, the Jewish celebration of the Jewish New Year is a time of renewal and a time for setting intentions for renewing um, ourselves and realigning, rebalancing uh, definitely would be a part of that renewal. The the, 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 the time period of the fall equinox in general, is for those of us in the northern hemisphere, is the autumnal fall equinox in the southern hemisphere, is the spring 
equinox, but it's still equinox. But the time period for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, which is where I live, uh, since I'm, so I'm going to be speaking of it that way, uh, is uh, also the, to- the time of the harvest time, uh, the time where we um, begin to uh, bring things uh, together that we have been um, experiencing uh, throughout the spring and throughout the summer, and energy start to actually uh, come together, and it can be a time of not just uh, harvesting and, and, and reaping the rewards and, and the, the good things of which we've of which we've sown, um, but it also is a time for us to plan and prepare for the the seasons uh, that lie ahead, and of course the days beginning to get shorter, which is one of the things we all physically experience, and uh, it is um, a time period in which also we all know uh, you know the, the not only do the days get uh, shorter and the nights get longer, um, but after the fall after the fall equinox, uh, we also experience things getting colder, etc. So all of us are familiar with what the seasonal changes are and brings. But it's good to focus on what those energetic shifts are and um, how uh, intense and dramatic they can be for us. I believe this particular fall season, because of everything we've been going through this year nationally and globally because of the pandemic um, that this particular fall season is going to bring unique challenges Uh, and there's been a theme that Archangel Michael has been speaking about in um, his messages uh, about 2020, of which he began actually at the fall, um, I believe it was uh, right around the fall equinox of last year, uh, he started speaking uh, very uh, profound messages about how big of a year 2020 was going to be um, and how much of a shift was going to happen and take place, how big a cha- how big the changes were going to be, and uh, to, to encourage us to uh, stay, stay Stay focused on what we um, want to uh, basically uh, imagine and intend and envision and manifest. And I keep asking him, you know, uh, you know, do, does he want to change that? Does he want to update that? Does he want to upgrade that? And so I'm asking that question again tonight. Um, if you know, if since it's been a year since he first started speaking about uh, some of the major shifts taking place and what he called the the reset of 2020 or the new set point that he described. Those were his exact words, calling it a new set point that we had reached. If there's anything further that he wants to um, say about that, uh, because in this process that I use, I am always approaching the angels with questions, and the angels have taught me a a process that's very specific, and in that specific process, uh, I'll be guiding us through some very specific steps of of an invocation. I'll be describing to you to those steps in detail, but um, also part of that process is to never approach without asking questions and putting questions out there. And um, also, in addition to my own questions, I also lead a Archangel Michael study group every month in which we study these messages. Uh, so actually, um, on the second Tuesday in October, we will be taking whatever the message is that comes through from Archangel Michael tonight, and it will be transcribed by my transcriptionist, and we'll be reading through that transcription 
during my Archangel uh, study group and meditation circle in which I create these meditations based on whatever he's teaching us about in the me in the messages. So this um, second Tuesday in October, whatever message comes through tonight will be the study group for that. And then anybody who participates in those study groups is also welcome to submit questions um, via email to uh, be able to uh, have me ask and put forward in these uh, transmissions. And um, I apologize, but I, I don't know. I looked through my emails and I did not see anything uh, from any of the members of the group that was specifically to be asked about for tonight. Um, so there was some things that was to be asked about for the study group uh, this last month, uh, a couple weeks ago, um, but there wasn't any members from the group. So if you are in that group um, and you submitted something, uh, my apologies because I didn't, I've looked through my emails today and uh, didn't see any specific question submissions that were for tonight's uh, Archangel Michael global transmission. So um, anyway, uh, so I will come up with the questions as I have uh, previously and um, I just don't have actually that many to ask um, other than uh, whatever he feels that we need to know for the important things coming up in the fall season. Uh, he's always for many years now talked about um, all these new energies that are coming in and how we deal with them and how we're not dealing with them um, and the the ways in which uh, we need to um, work with them for healing ourselves and uh, healing our world and healing humanity, healing our nation, healing the earth, etc. So I definitely would like to put that question out there to him because he does tend to speak about those themes for many years. Uh, just really, what does he feel we need to know and working with you know, continued new energies and continued new challenges that we're facing and dealing with and um, anything that we need for healing ourselves and keeping ourselves healthy and strong um, and keeping ourselves, you know, safe and protected uh, in healing our nation and all of the things that um, are very much uh, pre putting pressure on um, our, our country, our democracy, our republic, uh, basically being able to create a uh, in my lifetime, uh, some of the, the biggest divisions I've ever experienced um, being a citizen of the United States for my whole life, uh, being a born citizen. So I've never experienced um, divisiveness and division as strong um, as it is right now and polarization as strong as it is and feeling it in myself, dealing with it in myself, uh, not always well, and um, feeling it, seeing it uh, in so many others around us. Um, so my other question that I would like to put out there to him is uh, duality. I've been reflecting on this today and again he can, Archangel Michael, sometimes he has his own uh, complete you know, plan as to what he wants to talk about, and it, obviously it's totally up to him. I just am asking the questions like he's like he's guiding me to do so, and putting it out there, and then releasing. So he can choose a, to to follow this or not, or to respond to this or not. It's totally up to him. But just if he would like to speak further about really what duality is, um, you know, how we should how we can best deal with and work with duality, uh, and uh, especially when it reaches uh, when when 
we're all living in duality and it reaches uh, kind of extreme times of uh, of, of not just becoming uh, dual, dual, dual experiencing the, the dual nature of this world but um, of it becoming polarization and uh, so we'd love to hear from him on any of those subjects my other question that I was meditating on a lot um, is because he's been speaking a lot about the heart in this particular sequence of messages. Uh, also, actually, over the last two, three years, he's been bringing through lots of messages on the subject of the heart and keeping the hearts open. So many times, so many messages that I'm putting them together in my 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 upcoming book that I'm coming out with and still working on. I haven't given up on it. I'm still working on it. It's coming. I promise. I just don't know when. It's just a slow, but working on a book is a slow process. Um, but the theme of keeping our hearts open and uh, connecting through the heart and uh, seeing through the heart, especially this, these last few messages in this series uh, of global transmissions, of seeing through the heart, of he listening with the heart, and then last month's message, which is up, up and available um, on my Celestial Voice podcast, uh, applying love and feeling through the immortal heart or the sacred eternal heart within us. Um, so I'd also like to ask him um, about, you know, how to apply that love further. There, it was towards the end of that message that he got into describing last month this really beautiful healing uh it was so healing uh to, to to me and so helpful to me um about applying love to our emotions like applying love to our fear applying love to our anxiety applying applying love you know to uh, he'd listed several things and he said that we could do it with any of the emotions and he actually um listed uh a few of them and he described it almost like applying it like a healing balm just really letting it like you know, gently come come over us. Um, I would love for him to uh, speak more about that. So again, that would be one of my questions that I'm putting out there. Uh, if he could uh, tell us a little bit more, uh, first of all, explain that more to us. And actually, I believe this is one of the questions that came up uh, and that was submitted as a study group question. Um, and I addressed some of it in the study group. And I promised that I actually did promise that I would ask it uh, for all of us today. So this isn't just my question it's also a study group member that submitted this uh, wanting to know more about what he means by applying love to our emotions and if he could further describe that to us and again we're just putting it out there and he could choose to answer it in depth and detail if he wants and and he can choose not to if he wants also so um but I would like to ask uh, if he could also specifically address um, grief because uh, in addition to there being very high levels of uh, fear and anxiety uh, and, and, and worry over everything that's happening, uh, especially with uh, the pandemic, the economy, uh, etc., there's um, a, an enormous amount of uh, grief and sadness and sorrow and this particular weekend uh, there being um, a lot of uh, sadness and grief over um, the loss of an American uh, legend, an American hero for the Supreme Court, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and the sadness and sorrow and grief over that loss and the loss of 200,000 Americans uh, who have um, 
officially, according to the official tallies and numbers, uh, crossed over and left their bodies uh, due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. And this is um, the, the the people who are grieving and, and feeling the loss are not just the people who were the closest, the loved ones and the family members of which I send out from my heart, um, definitely my my heart, my prayers, uh, you know, for and deep condolences uh, for the the loved ones and the family members and for the departed souls, but um, also empaths uh, are very much uh, empaths like myself, uh, feeling. The, uh, the the impact of uh, such uh, large uh, amounts of, of of grief and grieving, both um, and again not just nationally, but then then there's even more worldwide, right? So uh, empaths are very very uh, sensitive to picking up emotional energies of other people and um, feeling it as their own, and that's definitely something that I experience. It's something that uh, has been my experience my whole life. It's one of my many, many spiritual gifts as a modern mystic. And um, that's how I think of myself. I see it, think of myself as, as a modern mystic, this gift that I have of uh, being uh, an instrument, uh, allowing the uh, angels to uh, speak through me, to be uh, a medium, to be their voice, to be a channel for the angelic realm is one of my gifts. Um, but I'm also uh, clairvoyant, um, clairaudient, and highly, highly empathic. And um, as an empath, I do know that this isn't just uh, energy that's ex that I'm experiencing, that it's so many other uh, empaths are picking up and experiencing. And it's not just grief over the people that are being lost and the passages and transitions of that. Uh, I live here in Sonoma, California, full time. I also have connections with, with uh, my, my business and everything uh, through Hawaii, where I lived full time for, for uh, 14 years years and, and have had part-time uh, residency since then and haven't even been able to travel back there this year at all. Um, but I am in Sonoma, California where the wildfires have been very intense and there's been so many homes that have been lost and and um, animals uh, that have been lost and forests and uh, very old ancient uh, trees and ancient redwoods that have been lost. There's just been so much loss and then there's the hurricanes and you know so it's and everybody just says, oh, 2020, right? And they, and they think that as soon as we get to 2021, as soon as we get to January 21st, 2021, that, oh, finally, all that's going to be, all that's going to be over. And I don't get an intuitive sense of that. Um, I, I, I sense that there is uh, this uh, reset that Archangel Michael's been talking about, which I, again, I'm putting out there asking him, you know, please, if you want to give us an update as to, you know, what to expect, uh, you know, going, going forward. He's also said that everything, ultimately the highest good will always come about. Uh, so that's always a kind of divine reassurance that said, doesn't mean that all of this is, is happening because of God's will doesn't mean that everything is uh, exactly playing itself out the way that it's uh, uh, according to you know some plan um, there's always free will and so that I guess would be my last question that I put out and that is um, free will uh, what role is free will playing right now uh, how do we what would be the best use of our free will going forward uh, because there there is so much uh, 
fear, sorrow, sadness, uh, grief, uh, loss, uh, etc. And there is so much unknown and uncertainty um, and then worry, anxiety that people then have to the unknown and the uncertainty. So if there's anything that uh, he wants to um, share with us and update about that um, going forward, I would uh, greatly um, appreciate that and put that put that question out to him. But again, I just ask these things and I release them. So um, I am opening myself to receive and that's how I do this work. Um, I go into a deep meditative trance state, uh, do everything that I have been taught, that I've been trained for over 30 years of doing this work professionally. So, uh, in fact, I'm getting ready to put out um, here soon some special offers for private sessions uh, and also a, a special video in honor and celebration of my 30-year anniversary of professionally doing this work since, the, since I opened my very first office, opened my very first business of, uh, of offering all of my services uh, that you see up on my AnnaJonesOnline.com website, um, offering all of these things professionally. Uh, professionally, not just these transmissions, but also private sessions and other classes and trainings and workshops and retreats and so many things that I've done over the years. I'm planning on doing a whole video just to kind of reflect on 30 years past, present, and future. And I um, had hoped to have done it by now, but now I kind of feel like receiving Archangel Michael's message will be an important part of even being able to make that video and, 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 and create that, because uh, so, I'm always so inspired um, by these messages. So for the last 30 years, I've been receiving uh, and developing um, and, and, and following the guidance that they've given me, and they've given me a process to use, and that process has got, uh, you know, just very success, uh, very great success that I've gotten from using it, um, so I always use it until they tell me otherwise, uh, and um, the process is uh, to have me go into um, ask the questions, which I've already done, and then the next step is to guide us all into a step-by-step -step process of, of um, praising, thanking, asking, and receiving, and then returning back to praising again at the end. So it's really four things, praising, asking, thanking, receiving, but it's done in five steps uh, because it's like a circle um, in which we start at praising, we go around the circle, we do those things, and we return back to praising once again. And um, this process is about invoking the presence of the divine and broking the presence of these divine beings, these divine entities that are truly beings of pure love and pe beings of pure light. Uh, they don't have uh, agendas of their own, um, just basically uh, to be uh, beings of pure love and pure light, serving out of that love and light uh, for for humanity and uh, to be the best uh, possible conscious uh, trance channel I possibly can be uh, for their message to come through, and specifically uh, Archangel Michael. How do I know it's going to be Archangel Michael that's come through is because he's been the one that's asked and he will be the one that is also invoked. So the first invocation is the invocation of the divine um, and uh, the, the, the presence of God's love, the presence of God's light and energy, and then um, th also um, the name of Mikael, which is another pronunciation. There's several different pronunciations and translations of Archangel Michael's name. 
So Mikael, Mikael, Mikael will be part of the, the praise chant. And then Adonai, Elohim, which are two Hebrew words for, um, for God and for the divine. So in fact, the Elohim is a plural word. Uh, when you look at the, the, the gender, it's not masculine or feminine, it's both, and it's plural. So it's masculine, feminine, and God plural um, when, it, when the Elohim is being invoked, and thus the angels say that that even includes them, uh, that they are part and parcel of God's Elohim, of that aspect of the divine. So um, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, and then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So this is the praise chant that will uh, be invoking Archangel Michael's presence. And even when we're calling upon Mikael, 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 then the, the E-L, that, that name is an ancient Hebrew name for God as well. So uh, when we say Michael's name, when we say it in any pronunciation, regardless of what language or translation we're using of his name, when I say Mikael, 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 we are trans that we are saying, you know, we are invoking he who is like unto God, because that's what the name Michael uh, or Mikael translates as. Um, when we translate that into out of Hebrew and into English, it translates as he who is like unto God, uh, or he who is like God, depending upon who the translator is that's translating it. So we're still, pre uh, we're still invoking the presence and the energy of God, uh, and we're invoking that divine uh, loving presence and loving energy, and the one who is like unto that and serves unto that. So, um, so that's the praise chant we'll be using, and then there's the. Um, so, so we'll go straight from the praising, I'll guide it, and you're all muted, so please everybody, you get the most out of these transmissions if you participate fully. And you go through all the steps, uh, and uh, you know, do do it along with me uh, as I as I'm going to be guiding you to do. In fact, those are usually uh, the, the the people that report to me, the people that actually just follow along and participate, not just listen, but actually fully participate. Even in the recordings, when you're listening to this on the Celestial Voice podcast, um, once it's been podcasted, just also just even if you're listening to it via recording, participate, go along with. The, the, the steps here, the praising, the asking, the thanking, going into the meditative state for the receiving, really allow yourself to participate because then you receive that energetic connection um, that Archangel Michael is trying to personally connect to you. I call these transmissions because it's not just coming to, uh, global transmissions I call them because it's not just coming to me or through me. Um, I, I am I, I'm very much aware of that, uh, that the energy is being transmitted to everyone and not just in this circle of light that we're creating um, with each other and amongst each other, but with um, with all of humanity, and that there is an energy transmission that he sends, a light activation um, that he sends through these words, through the vibrations of the words, and through the energies that he's even sending in the silence. There's energy transmitting. Uh, there's a full energy transmission that's coming through. Only only the vocal part of the transmission comes through me. The rest of it comes directly to you from him. And it doesn't just go to human beings either. Um, the reason why, again, I call it a global transmission is um, I always feel that, you know, whenever he's doing these transmissions, he's sending directly to 
us, he's sending directly to humanity, he's sending directly to um, uh, the earth, the planet itself, and to all beings on the earth uh, to uh, activate uh, light and love and to heal and balance, again, depending upon uh, what his intentions are. So um, that's uh, the, the, the reason why they're called global transmissions. Also because there are people all over um, that are listening to these, uh, and, and many of you are familiar with my work through the um, social media Facebook page that I have called Archangel Michael and the Legion of Light, where um, I, ha I have a, a half million people who my messages uh, go out to uh, weekly and, and, and monthly on a regular basis. I'm trying to put stuff out more and more. There's just been so much going on here with the, the, the fires lately. And then my husband was also sick and had to be hospitalized and luckily he tested negative for COVID, but it was a real scare there for a while and he was hospitalized with a very bad infection and then had to come out and get dental work done. And so there's been just a lot of uh, things and the smoke has just been horrible. So there's been a lot of things slowing down my, my, my posting on some of those pages, but I will be posting this podcast uh, once it is um, up and available. And I will also email it out to all of you who are registered. Um, and if you want to make sure that you uh, share if you want to share that with other people feel free once the podcasts are up in fact the podcasts are not just going to be available at the Celestial Voice podcast on my AnnaJonesOnline.com website but also um, uh, under Celestial Voice podcast you'll find it available on iTunes as well so usually it takes three to five business days for that to be up okay so um, I explained the praising then we're going to do um, another kind of uh, asking invocation that I'll guide you through through, uh, and it'll be some specific, like asking for Archangel Michael and asking him to respond, uh, giving him permission, etc., etc. Um, and then I'll take us through the thanking, the, the the process that they've given me, in which they guide us to uh, send out our gratitude, open our hearts. Really, the the reason why they've told me the gratitude part of the prayer is so important is to get us in a very uh, open-hearted space uh, for these transmissions to come through and to be received. And then um, the receiving. And in the receiving, I'll guide you to just deepen uh, and relax even more. So we're just going to go into a meditative state together, and I'm going to go into the trance state and let him, during that time, uh, use my voice to uh, bring through the vocal part of the transmission. Um, and uh, and then just happy, I'll be in a deep meditative state like the rest of you. Um, I'll be in a listening meditation like the rest of you. I'll be uh, in the trance state. I am conscious. I am awake. It's that point right before sleep that I go into and I'm able to hold that state for a long period of time and I'm able to um, listen and watch, observe, basically be the witness. I'm hearing what you're hearing as you're hearing it and um, I'm also uh, blessed, blessed, blessed uh, to be seeing and um, sometimes even feeling, a lot of times feeling these days, uh, m much of what's being talked about, what's being described and discussed. Uh, not always visual not always uh, other auditory information, but a lot of times these days, maybe it's just because he's been talking about the subject of the heart, I don't know, but a, a lot of uh, feeling, a lot of what he's been talking about and describing. So I can either see, hear, feel, uh, have a multi-century, intuitive century uh, experience of the things that he's describing and discussing uh, 
with all of this and of course I'm hearing it at the same time that you're hearing it so I'm, I'm hearing it along with you I'm not hearing it and then saying it it's much more direct than that and letting him lose my voice to speak through the message um, for you okay um, let's see I think I explained everything so now let's just do it uh, let's get into uh, the, the, the the process here so I want you to just sit back and make yourself comfortable Put out all the questions. We're going to let all those go. We're going to just let go of preconceived ideas, preconceived notions. And we're going to make ourselves relax into a comfortable position. And I'm going to um, be uh, actually singing this praise chant. And you can just uh, join in with me silently or out loud. But again, it's always best. Uh, you'll get the most out of it if you do participate in some way, shape, or form. So I'm just going to guide you through this process. And so please join and follow along with me. Sit back, close your eyes. We're going to begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves. begin the praise chant and please join along with me. Mikaya. Mikael, Mikael, 
steps of the process into the next step which is asking and so now silently in whatever way feels right to you I want you to all join me call upon the presence of divine love and divine light ask that we be protected and connected by divine love and divine light that we be united with each other in a circle of love and light wherever we are in the country wherever we are in the world and whenever we are whenever we're listening to this now and for those who will even be listening to this in the future that we recognize that circle of oneness that we all share and we take this opportunity to feel that oneness in our hearts And recognize it and that love and that light come into that circle and fill our circle to silently call out to Archangel Michael again in whatever way feels right to you but calling out to him by name ask him to be fully present in our circle of love and light asking him to use this as an opportunity to send his global transmission to each one of us to all of us and to the earth and that we're open and welcome to receive it welcoming him to give it and asking him to also respond to any and all questions that have been put forth today that he chooses to answer and then let's all silently just give him our permission to speak freely 
to us as a part of the transmission just free, speak freely to us any message that he feels is for our highest good to know or to hear for all of the humanity and for all of the earth the highest good And then we want to move into gratitude. We want to open our hearts with gratitude and fill our hearts with gratitude. First for the Archangel Michael. This amazing, amazing being who serves lovingly, unconditionally all of humanity and all of the earth. To send out our gratitude and thank him for all of the roles that he plays in our lives, known and unknown to us. And on the earth and on this planet, all of the roles that he plays selflessly known and unknown to us just offer our gratitude to Archangel Michael and then we want to send out directly our gratitude directly to the divine for all of the blessings that are in our life and for the blessing of life itself. So just letting our hearts expand even more now with gratitude and sending that prayer of gratitude directly out to God, to the divine being and presence and all the things that we're grateful for and thankful for. And the blessing of life itself. So finishing now with the gratitude, we're now going to transition, allow ourselves to go even deeper now. I want you to just deepen your breathing and relax even more. I want you to just relax into a quiet meditative listening state. Just a receptive state, allowing yourself to receive directly from Archangel Michael, to receive fully the transmission, the love and the light that he's sending. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the auditory part of the transmission, the message transmission that he's sending through right now.
as it was in the beginning, is now and always shall be in a world without end, as eternal souls without end. You are loved. You are love. And you are part and parcel of an all-loving, all-loving, unconditional, all-encompassing, being of love, presence of love. God of love. That truly loves all equally. That truly loves all unconditionally. There is not one amongst you. who is not of this love, from this love, and who will always return to this love. There is not one amongst you who is not of the light. From the light and will return to the light. For you are all children of this unending, all-encompassing love. You are all children of the divine light, the divine grace, the divine mercy of all that is. And as a child of the light, each and every one of you are precious, are sacred, are unique, are imbibed and endowed with the gifts that have been given to you. As the beings of love and light that you are, as the co-creators within this reality, within this material universe that you are. And thus, anyone that says otherwise, Anyone that claims otherwise, anyone that is duplicitous in judging others otherwise, is not operating in the light. And I am speaking today, not of a light that is of the material world, what you think of when you think in terms of the light of your sun. 
I'm speaking about the light of God, the light of the Creator, the light of the creative, of all that is. That is so omniscient, that is so omnipresent, that it has no shadow and it casts no shadow. The light of all lights, that is the source and source and cause of all light that you see with your physical eyes and that you know and understand the interactions of in your material lives, the material manifestations of the light that you interact with in your material lives, the light of your sun which can and does experience the absorption that the material energy can create that casts shadows. The interaction of duality that you experience in your material lives in the third dimension. Duality is a very important part of your three-dimensional lives. And it must be mastered and it must be understood, but you must also understand what it is that I am beginning this message with here today. I will speak to you about duality and how polarization comes into existence and how to heal and restore yourselves and your world. But first and foremost, that healing comes through understanding what it is that I am speaking of here first, that which comes first and last that which is the Alpha and the Omega, that which is the source of all sources, the cause of all causes. The soul within the soul, the heart within the heart. You name it, there are innumerable, infinite, unnamed, unnamed and named references to this light and this love that casts no shadow. That nothing and no one is more powerful than and that is the very powerful power that lives and resides in you and all life and all beings. That is the sacred presence everywhere in the heart of every living entity. And you are a child of this light. You are a child of this love. You are a sacred incarnation of an eternal soul that is part and parcel and made up of nothing but ultimately. You are also incarnated in the material world and the material energy where you forget all of this.
and where your physical senses perceive the separations. Not as that which connects you, but as that which divides you. The space between you and another person is not the space that divides you. It is the space that connects you. Because it is in that space that your energies intertwine. It is in that space that your spirits intersect. It is in that space that this divine love acts and serves through and moves through and interacts with all beings. And so while you are eternal spirit souls incarnated here having a human experience in a material world, this means that even though you are always a child of the light, it does not mean that you are always operating in the light, or that you even always even fully understand the existence of this light or remember it. Remember that there is a love that has no ends, that knows no bounds. Remember that there is a light that casts no shadow. And you will stop condemning one another. And you will stop condemning other species. And you will stop condemning the planet. And you will stop condemning yourselves. And hurting and harming yourselves. And hurting and harming each other. And this world in which you have incarnated because you love it so much. So why did you choose? And did you choose? Yes, you chose. It was absolutely a sacred accord, a sacred will, the divine will and your will to come and to have the experiences that you've been having there was free will choice very much involved in coming into this world, so why would you choose? Why would you choose to come into the veil of forgetfulness? To forget that you are these eternal spirit souls, to forget. You chose because of love, because of your love. And to expand and to learn so much more about what love is and what love is not. And the material world is a master teacher. Material life is a master course and it is a master school. But it is a master teacher of what love is and of what love is not. you can remember. You can remember what I am describing to you today. But you don't remember it with your minds. You can only remember it first and foremost through opening your hearts. And then it can come into your consciousness. Then the memories of this sacred 
relationship that you have with the light that is all things, with the love that loves all things and all beings. Then when your heart is open, the mind can be illuminated, the remembrances can come in. To remember is to reconnect. But you don't connect with this light and love that is the infinite healing power that can heal all things when you are judging, criticizing, condemning. each other. And yet this also becomes much more complicated. And our world right now is very, very complicated. When this light and this love that is ever-present in all of you, that you are all a child of, is not what you choose to live from or operate from. Again, you are all children of the light, but you are not all operating in the light. Most are, and most are doing their best to do so the majority of the time to follow the virtues that are so important. What I can tell you is that living a virtuous life is very, very important to living in the light. And not just one virtue or two virtues it's not okay to be honest and integritous with one virtue and hypocritical about others. Hypocrisy complicates things so much more. The virtues are all virtues for a reason because they are what keeps you connected to your hearts. They are what keeps you connected to your soul. They are what keeps you living in the light as a child of the light and operating in the light. Acting and serving. Love, acting and serving in love and from love and to each other. And so when there is not integrity, and when there is not integrity to the virtues, all of the virtues of life, it gets even more complicated. And it becomes very, very complicated to understand the dualities and how to reconcile them, and the opposites and how to reconcile them especially when your emotions get involved. But all opposites can be reconciled because they exist as parts of a whole. What humanity 
ultimately must realign with, repattern to this holism, the operating model that is the operating model of unconditional love, that is the operating model of the universe based on love, that is the operating model of a planet created out of love for love to be a master school of love. Holism is the operating model. And holism is the operating model of the universe and of the universal laws and of the natural laws of the natural world. But it's not the operating model of the way you choose to live your life and it's not the operating model of the way you structure your societies and the way you structure your systems and your businesses and your organizations and your governments. There are many people who have misconceptions and who have misconstrued even what holism even is and what holism even means. Wanting to twist that and change that for their own personal agendas or their own interpretations of such. The operating models of holism. And this does not mean separating anything or anyone or that anything or anyone is separate. That means that everything and everyone has its place, has its role to play. There is one whole that you are all part and parcel of. That divine love, that divine light that ultimately manifests that wholeness. That is in you, that is around you, that is nothing but. And there is nothing but that wholeness. There is individuality. I speak of this regularly. I speak of this often. That unique individual aspect of each one of you. And this is one of the first polarities that you have, that you experience as a polarity, that you have difficulty in reconciling. You think of these as dualities, your oneness and your individuality. And you think one of them has to oppose the other, or one of them has to dominate over the other. It's not one or the other, it's one and the other. They both exist simultaneously. They both are sacred simultaneously. They both must be honored and celebrated simultaneously. They both must be respected. You cannot respect the individual and the individual nature and the individual will. If you are not respecting the collective, the whole, and this is not Capitalism, it is not socialism, it is not communism that I am speaking of, it is holism. 
the operating model that exists in nature, that exists in the nature of your soul and your relationship with the divine and your relationship with all that is, that you must learn to live in and realign and readjust your lives and recreate and renew and restore your world. So that it is the operating model. And none of you really know it and understand it right now. And you think you know. And some know more than others and some are operating more holistically than others. It doesn't mean leaving other parts out. Someone who is truly operating holistically is not excluding science, for example. Holism is an integration, the integrated whole, where science and spirituality are unique, they are different, they have their individual roles to play, and they are simultaneously one with each other. They are simultaneously meant to be integrated, synergized with each other. This is something that I have been speaking to this channel about for a very long time. For decades now. Asking her to align her life in such a way. Her mission in such a way. But ultimately I am doing this for humanity as well. But holism cannot be understood through dualism, and it cannot be understood through just a oneness philosophy either. And it definitely is not understood when the dualities that you experience become polarized and you move into more and more polarization with each other. Because a world in balance, a world in harmony, is not a world where one dominates or dictates over the other. A world in harmony, a world in balance, a body in balance is a synergy, a synergy of opposites, a synergy of polarities, a synergy of the dual energies 
that are part of the third dimension, but ultimately they source and they originate from the second dimension. All of the dualities that are part and parcel of the third dimension are part of the second dimension. And many of you, so many of you, even many who think that they have moved into higher dimensional consciousness, even those who think that they have moved into higher dimensional thought and higher dimensional awareness, are still very much stuck in two-dimensional thinking. This is not a judgment, it is not a condemnation, it is simply a statement of what is happening, of what is occurring. And it is also a testament to how easy it is. To how easy it is to fall into dualistic, two-dimensional thinking and have the ego be very involved in making one think that that is simply not the case. That one is not experiencing polarization and that two-dimensional thinking, but instead is experiencing something else entirely. So many of you are so stuck in polarized two-dimensional thinking that you've yet to even master three-dimensional awareness, three-dimensional thinking, where then you can open the portal to all other dimensions. Then you can open the portal to have higher consciousness and higher dimensional awareness and transcend even the dimensions of the material universe and access the realizations that I am speaking of here today. really access and have full realization of what I began my message with here today. The dualities of the material world are sacred. They are also not to be judged or condemned. Joy and sorrow. This is one example of a duality. Joy and grief They are opposites. But you can still, through ultimately what I call transcendence, which is not a running from or a hiding from or an avoidance of them. It is definitely not achieved through trying to suppress them, ignore them, or only have one over the other. But to do have an opportunity to 
experience the true transcendence that comes from the reconciliation of these opposites and ultimately the synergy of these energies. Because one is not just meant to cancel the other out. As you know, as you all are experiencing and have experienced at some point in your life, if you're not experiencing it right now, you can know joy and grief both simultaneously. One does not have to dictate or the other or cancel the other out. And when they exist, synergized way that they are meant to ultimately achieve and reach, when you truly master your response and reaction to both, because there is a response and reaction to both that allows for that reconciliation, that synergy and that transcendence I'm speaking of to happen. Where in your experience of them both simultaneously, there's not a polarizing effect pulling one the other one way or the other, but enabling you to rise. And this does not mean that you're happy or joyful about the things that you're sorrowful about. That's not what I'm describing. I'm describing that one can experience the joy of laughter, the simple joys of life, the joy that can be found even in the breathing of your breath, the smile, of another person, the joys that can be found even in the simplest things in life and still be experiencing grief and sadness and sorrow and loss. Grief especially as it has been asked about here today can be so strong and such a powerful energy that it can be one of those energies that tries to dominate over everything and that can truly take over your minds and your hearts and be deeply, deeply wounding. It's sacred. It must be honored. You cannot talk yourself out of grief. You cannot hide it. You can ignore it. You cannot suppress it. You cannot repress it. You cannot say it's not real. You cannot say that it is fake. The grieving of those who are grieving and the collective grieving of those who empathetically experience it 
the grief that is there in the world right now, the grief is real. And you can't turn a blind eye to it. But you must also not let it eliminate joy. You must also not allow it to stop you from feeling the joy of life. The joy of that which is not lost, of that which is there. And especially the joy of that which is always there and will always be there no matter what. And that is one of the most healing types of joy for those who are in deep grief. It's a rite of passage. Not just the sacred crossing of a soul from one form to another, from one incarnation and manifestation of their spirit into another. That's not just the only rite of passage. Grieving itself is a rite of passage, individually, collectively. It must be honored as a rite of passage. Individually and collectively. A sacred rite of the soul. But it also must be healed through joy. And the joy of what is there. And the joy of that which is eternal and the joy that lives eternal no matter what. And yes, the healing power and force of love that must be applied unconditionally. No matter what, let it flow over you. Let it flow in you. The love that heals all, that love that is the love that I spoke of in the beginning of this message. That is without ending. It knows no bounds and it knows no end. And it's the source of joy. And joy is real, true joy. It's not just about gratifying oneself. This is the other part of it that must be remembered. For there are also so many that 
misinterpret joy to be gratification, instant gratification, temporary gratification, sense gratification, and choose that sense gratification, choose that temporary gratification, choose their own enjoyment over the highest good of others. And this is not joy. It's not real, true joy. It's actually something else entirely. And there's a karmic reaction. When any duality that you experience pushes too much to an extreme, polarization happens and occurs. It is extremism of any form, of any side, and on any way that polarization manifests. One duality taken to an extreme, or the other taken to an extreme. And when polarization, extreme polarization, as you're beginning to experience manifest, there always comes a breaking point. 2020, the new set point and the reset point that is being reached brings choices for all of you to make. You're at an inflection point, a reckoning point, a breaking point. Karma from past activities are, is coming forward, is emerging to be reckoned with. And it is either break a through or break down. whenever you choose to break apart. It creates a great deal of karma. Choosing the path of unity is the path of healing. It always is, it always has been. Because the synergy that I'm talking about, the synergy of opposites, the reconciliation of opposites, it is the unity of opposites. It is the unity of dualities. The yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. The joy and the sorrow, the light and the shadow. Because when it comes to the light of the material world, there is definitely shadow. When it comes to your working with the light of the material world, there is those that are working in the light and working in the shadow. 
And she, you must always, always, always choose love, choose unity, choose reconciliation, choose synergy. Choose the light that heals all things, the love that heals all things, that loves all beings. And choose wisely. Because those choices that you make, they all produce karma. Because karma is the universal law of action and reaction. Every thought, every word, every choice you make, every action you make has a karmic effect. Is an energy So choose wisely. Be strong. Be brave and bold. The path of holism that I'm speaking of it's not extremist and extremism in any way. It is much easier to go into the extremes of the dualities and the polarization than it is to walk the middle way and follow the path of love. So much easier. But as all of the great avatars of all of the great saints and sages, all of the great masters of the world have taught, all the divine beings that have come and incarnated and have shown the way It is the path of the heart, the way of love, the middle way. The way of union, of integration. That always is the path of truth. The way of truth for all beings, for all time and throughout all of creation.
That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And then we'll complete back to praising once again. I'm completing the process that the angels gave me, but this time we'll just do Adonai Elohim just a couple of times by itself just to honor and complete the process. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. There was a visual that I received that was a very powerful image that permeated a lot of the message, but it was very, very strong at the end. But it it was there in the beginning and, and many times throughout it would just kind of fade in and out of my my vision in my third eye and it's a symbol it's actually the symbol for sacred union and um, what that is is two interlocking circles and they're individual circles but they interlock and that part in the middle where they interlock and intertwine is called the vesica pisces it's um Actually, uh, one of the most common ways of people seeing it is like two wedding rings, um, two, inter two interlocking wedding rings is uh, another way of visualizing what I'm describing. Again, two interlocking circles that represent union and represent sacred union. Only I was seeing the Vesica Pisces part, which is the part where the two synergize, right? So he's talking about synergy, he's talking about integration. It's like each one of those individual things that he's talking about, you know, whether it's masculine, feminine, whether it's husband, wife, whether, you know, regardless of what the duality is, right? Because those are all the, the dualities. There's so many different dualities that we constantly deal with. Left brain, right brain, up, down, in, out. And these are all dualities. So regardless of what the duality is, they intertwine, they intersect. There is a, always a sacred union between them. And that part was always... Um, very lit up when I was seeing the symbol. So I was seeing the symbol and that part was very like the part where the Vesca Pisces is where the two unite. Uh, but it was very vivid at the end. Um, as he was finishing saying everything that he was saying, I felt all this energy coming in and I felt the sacred geometry of this sacred union symbol really being lit up and illuminated. So uh, there was all of this light that Archangel Michael was shining into it and through it. And as the circles were being lit up, this, again, the part where they unite, which is called the Vesca Pisces, was really becoming vivid. Um, so that was a beautiful, beautiful um, image uh, throughout the, the, the whole thing. And definitely that beautiful light uh, transmission that was coming through there at the end. Um, that was the prominent imagery, um, but as 
I, the, and there wasn't any other auditory that was going on. In fact, I was just in a deep, deep silence. I wasn't aware of any other auditory. Um, but there was uh, also the feeling of just how, you know, profound uh, emotional feeling, not just feeling the emotion of what he was describing, but also just this profound energy that he was uh, trying to hold and space that he was trying to hold and um, unifying energy that he was trying to uh, provide. So I'm just so, so grateful and thankful and I always feel so helped and benefited by it myself. Um, it's always um, just such a blessing to be able to uh, receive this energy and receive these messages. The only other thing that stood out to me that I'll share um, was very prominently, again, um, not as emotional as he got in the message about listening in the heart. Listening in that message from a couple of months ago, which is up on the podcast um, from uh, that I, I called it listening with the heart or listening with your heart. He, that was the most emotional I've ever heard Archangel Michael get during the channeling. Um, but it happened again tonight. There was a very strong uh, emotional experience that was being channeled through. It wasn't just my emotional reaction, it was also an emotional experience, especially there in the beginning when he was um, kind of pleading, you know, it's, it's more like pleading, a plea that he was issuing to us to, um, to, to, you know, remember this love that he's talking about in the beginning of the message. So that was very much in the beginning, uh, and you'll, you'll hear it, I think, in the, some of the little, um, cracks and pauses uh, that are there in the voice, especially as you go back through it. All right, so because there's so many people on the call, I won't be able to take any questions, but I am available via um, email. If there's something that anybody wants to email me, you can always go to my website and submit that. You can also go to my website if anybody's interested in having any private session work done. Um, there, I do these readings privately for people as well as healing sessions for people. And um, let's see, a couple announcements coming down the road. Um, there's going to be couple of things that I'm doing and offering. Um, one is the I Am Energy, um, Energy Anatomy and Energy Healing Workshop. There's going to be part two of that. Uh, recordings and video of part one are, are available for somebody who wants to still join and participate in part two coming up later this week. And then there's going to be the Archangel Michael study group that I mentioned, uh, which are all up on the events page of my AnnaJonesOnline.com website. So go on there, you can learn about the Archangel Michael study group and meditation circle. And we will study this message, and I will write a meditation for us to all try to um, have some kind of connection to what it is he's saying. So um, that'll be this will be the message that gets studied on the second Tuesday in October. All right, everybody, have a very wonderful evening. Have a very happy fall equinox. Happy fall, everybody. Next time we'll do another one of these global transmissions on October the 20th. So blessings, blessings. I'll unmute so everybody can say goodbye. Let me just do that real quick. Uh, lots of people are logging off, but um, okay. You're... Bye, everybody. Have a good night. Mm -hmm. Love and light to you. Happy Equinox. Have a good fall. Love you too.
Yes, so grateful. Thank you. Good night. Mahalo. Aloha. Thank you for joining. Have, have a good evening, everybody. Blessings.